Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. How are you doing? You're all right. What's going on? Hello. I'm still covered in paint, pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a good uh, week. Uh, it's been solid. Uh, my partner is off filming a television show in Cardiff, so I am... Ooh. I've just had the week just just rolling around eating healthy eating my, doing my carrot but diet lost a bit of weight uh, it's it's gone really well carrot diet because i eat worse oh when she's Lord. around because i just feel like i can't subject her to healthy food she needs she deserves nice food it tastes delicious so i just <laughs> when we <laughs> when we last met pete donaldson on the podcast mm. he just concreted his house yeah he was covered in concrete. Yeah. Are you like destroying your house while your other half is away? Yeah, while pretty your partner's much, yeah. away in Cardiff, Just trying to improve. She's going to come back. Trash I've house. No, I've knocked through a Just few concrete walls. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> God, concrete and carrots yeah. in every room. The Pete Donaldson <laughs> lifestyle. I've um, I've been eating kind of healthy I've, I've lost a bit of weight I've lost like 2-3 kilograms hey, the last month. Good it's stuff. been good well done this is the bit where you go oh yeah you look like you're, you're thin oh you look like you're thin you've lost Chris. weight you you're, like you're you're lost yeah weight that's the spirit stuff, yeah. <laughs> that's good that's good when I was when I, I just come back from um, Sakata I saw Natsuki and mm. he said that I'd uh, I'd lost weight mm. so it validated me I felt very happy about that mm. but uh, I've been doing I've been having like this shake this like uh, protein shake called Huel Huel you heard of this Huel. Yes, you did. Huel. How did you have to buy them yourself? Because surely you could get freebies. Surely, as a as a I, top YouTuber, I hope by talking about it now right. in the podcast, yeah. someone from Huel's listening, and they'll send, send me a lot Huel. of free Huel. It's pretty good though. It's good. It's just like a protein kind of shake, kind of like a. They call it like a. It's not like a a protein shake necessarily. It's more like a meal replacement. Yeah, uh, but it's high protein. It's 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 good. Mixed with a bit of chocolate mm. and banana and all sorts of peanut. But it kind of works. It's good. But I've been having that, and that's how I've been losing weight, as well as like running and getting fit and mm. jogging and weights. Yeah, I'm feeling good at the moment. Firing, firing in all cylinders. Um, but yeah, Huel, pretty good stuff. <laughs> I, I thought it was some sort of um, Scandinavian brand. It sounds like a sounds like Scandinavian Viking Huel. Huel. Like Huel. Yeah, it's Huel. It's, it's, Huel. it's Silicon Valley wank. It's isn't not it? like yeah. It's not like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not. It's from the UK, believe is it or not. It? It's something oh, that finally has been made in the UK. Oh wow! Right. Some dust. <laughs> Soylent green. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. Fuel. It turns out just means human fuel. Human yeah, fuel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuel. I see what they've done there. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I probably should have clocked that to be honest. But well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Good but, stuff. Uh, it is the ten year. Anniversary of a in Japan. Hey. Ten years we're doing this now. Actually, tell lights. The ten year anniversary since I moved to Japan. Right. The ten year anniversary of a in Japan is in like two weeks. Right. Okay. I'll milk it for all it's worth. <laughs> There'll be two anniversaries. <laughs> uh, but the the trailer dropped for um, Journey Across Japan on the ten year anniversary of moving to Japan, and the first episode drops on the ten year anniversary of a in Japan mm. channel, which is I think August fourteenth. Yes. So yeah, I can't believe it's been this long though. That's very. I exciting. can't believe we've been doing the podcast. Since 2018, and I met you five years ago. So you've you've, you've been around for ago. half of that oh journey God. now. And I've, Isn't I've, that mental? And I've not been in. I've not been into Japan for two and a half years. So. <laughs> um, that's depressing. Yeah, a quarter of my time in Japan, you've not been able to get yeah. in. Um, that's kind of trippy, and uh, probably not any time soon either. No, so that's good. No, no, no more pain. Good. Never mind. Uh, because. Covid is rump running rumpin'. I can't say running wild over you, brother. It's running rumpin'. Running rumpin' over you, brother. It's all over the place in Japan. Right, okay. It's everywhere. Oh, it's right, all, okay. all there. Yeah. Kicking off here. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, they let people in. Yeah. I, I, I. They could prevent people from <laughs> coming in. I mean, they could just don't. Te- would you for a, for a covid for a covid like mm. a pro- like a covid um do whatever you want kind of holiday or or trip or whatever would you do COVID would holiday. you do would you do two days in a hotel like if they could sort of get it down to uh, two days four lateral flow tests i'd do it for two days i'd do two day, i'd do a two day wait for a chunky chunky holiday well, i reckon it's a cool idea yeah that's not a bad idea actually i love the, i mean they've closed japan off but it hasn't stopped the virus going all over the place mm. like just just open the doors let everyone in. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's lots of people that disagree with that, but mm. I don't know. I don't see the point in keeping it closed. Now. When I came here, you have to have a test, right? Mm. 48 hours before your flight. Yeah. And then if you're fine, you come in. Mm. Seems like a fair enough fair enough way of doing things, but um, yeah. Don't know. Don't know. up. Giving up. I don't, I'm fed up talking about. Not, but then there's lots of people that have been coming to Japan, including YouTubers, on business visas. I've seen quite a lot of um, YouTube folks recently coming here on business visas. Mm. So do that. Right, do okay. That, do that, okay. Come on a right. business visa. Well, I, I, oh, it's quite easy, I've been told. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, I need, like, yeah, but I need somebody, to, I need somebody to vouch for my business, for my business. <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't look at you. I'm not, I'm not vouching, no, because yeah. I'll vouch your business. You'll come here, you'll go on like a drunken rampage for a week, and then I'll get buggered. Chris, I've be been like, here, I've been in Japan ten times, you, and I've not top, done, top I've Japan. not done any drunken rampages. <laughs> oh, bollocks. It'll be like, top British YouTuber lets in fellow British man. <laughs> Who <laughs> sick all over the streets of Shinjuku and exploits a visa? I'm not going to be the one yeah, well, to let to, to open the gates, let in the Trojan horse all that right, is Pete Donaldson fine. running rampant in Troy. <laughs> uh, no, no chance, no chance. Never but, mind. Uh, yeah, oh, well, never mind. One day, one day. But yeah, ten year anniversary. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying that, and something will happen. <laughs> no, but it's good though. I, I, it's good. I never thought I'd be here this long. Like mm. um, a lot of people have asked, like. You know, did you plan to stay for 10 years? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> it just sort of got out of hand. Mm. I never thought I'd be here longer than five years, really. My original plan was like, come here, learn Japanese, 
become like a genius because mastering Japanese I thought would make me very smart. Right. It didn't really. Yeah. And then I'd go back to the UK, start a business and become like the Elon Musk of the UK. A lot of that plan didn't happen. Uh, I'm, I've, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a genius. Mm. But I've been here 10 years. And it's been good. I don't regret coming here. Uh, and yeah, no, it's been really damn good, and uh, I feel very lucky. So thank you guys for uh, for whether you watch abroad in Japan or tune into the podcast. Thank you for sticking around this long because mm. I, I know a lot of people have watched abroad in Japan for like over five years, and that really trips me out. Like somebody sent me a message the other day, and they're you know they're like twenty one, twenty two, and they're like, oh, I saw my first abroad in Japan video when I was like ten, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's your very mind. weird. Your I mind feel now. very old. <laughs> well, the, the football, um, the football Ramble celebrated fifteenth. Uh, it's fifteenth uh, anniversary quite recently, and uh, th- th- like the worst thing is, like we didn't really delete anything, so we just um, so all of our <laughs> terrible shows and my awful, awful uh, voice. Uh, when I first started, you know, I was Boys, even worse really? than I was now. Uh, I just had a very sort of, I had a very sort of like low, I did a much heavier accent as well. And I sounded very depressed and I sort of talked a bit like this. So uh, that's that, that was interesting really? sort of experience. Yeah, I sounded really dour, really down. <laughs> it's interesting seeing how people have changed. I remember I, Connor showed me a video where he, one of his first videos, mm. he's got like a really strong northern accent. Mm. Which he's completely eradicated now. Right, he's purged it, so he's got like a well-spoken. Where's he like, from? British standard British accent. He's from uh, North Wales, right, somewhere okay. near Wrexham. I forget the name of the town, but like uh, somewhere in that neck of the woods. Well, Re- well, Wrexham's he's got kind of northern like, accent. Kind of like got a bit of a Scouse sort of sort of tone to it, and it sort of sounds a bit like that. Yeah. Mm. His voice doesn't, and it, and it didn't. It just sort of sounded like just vaguely northern. Right, okay. But he's really changed it. I think my voice is kind of the same. Um, mm. I've just got a bit better at pronouncing pronunciation. But you've got a bit... But that's I the thing, though. Better, when, when, when I speak to anyone who's not, whose English isn't the first language, I sort of have to mm. sort of do this kind of um, uh, impression of somebody very posh indeed, <laughs> because otherwise I will not be understood. Uh, I will not be understood of what you're saying. Sound like a... 1960s infomercial. I like it. <laughs> That's why I want to hear you speak for the rest of the podcast. It's true, it's difficult. We got a story here. <laughs> we got a story here from Sally. It begins: Hi, calamity Chris and problematic Pete. Problematic. <laughs> problematic. Pete. That's, That's exactly terrible, why we're not letting him in. That's a terrible name. <laughs> That's a terrible name. <laughs> That's like, why we're not giving him a visa. Do not like that at all. No visas for, <laughs> no visas for problematic Pete. Uh, in 2019, we had our first visit to Takayama, um, beautiful city, Gifu, mountain city. We stayed in a hotel about 10 minutes out of town, and apart from hotel, minibus, a taxi was the only transport into town. We were used to taxi availability and hadn't thought, about, uh, hadn't thought anything of it when a taxi was right at the front door. As we left and jumped straight in it. After a few minutes, the taxi driver asked in a loud, angry voice, What is your name? In shock and unsure how to answer, I meekly, I meekly said, Sally, which sounded more like a question to him. <laughs> he continued asking our name, and after a while we realised the taxi was for someone else. Embarrassed but stuck, we continued into town, feeling very uncomfortable but more knowledgeable. Thank you for the great content, love it. <laughs> Regards, Sally, the taxi stealer, taxi theft the worst kind of tourists stealing the taxis <laughs> if you've ever had a taxi waiting for you and someone's got in it it's, it's the worst thing ever oh man but god <laughs> that's awkward usually taxi drivers in Japan are very thorough mm. they won't go somewhere unless you give them the exact address yeah because they don't like to fuck up they don't like to make mistakes 
this taxi driver clearly didn't care or maybe wasn't really given a choice as, as, ta- as Sally and friends got in yeah. so quickly and so abruptly there was no room for negotiation <laughs> uh, what do you make of this what do you make of it Pete I d- I, it's always very very uh, confusing using those things because the people because they barely speak any uh... <laughs> English, they, they, yeah, they speak yeah. very little English but uh, just a, a man turning around and shouting what is your name is because uh, because I, I always think ah. of those taxis taxis not really being not really having a lot of um, what they're called uh, not really having uh, like like being being pre-booked if you know what I mean like if you I, I just yeah. presume they're always kind of like you just pick them up on the street and I, I you know actually pre-booking them I would not even know where to begin to do that to be honest well I mean you get the, you get the hotel staff to do yes. it right just okay, ask the hotel right. yeah, like, yeah. give me a fair, taxi fair, fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> but there's some apps these days there's a taxi app I think it's just called Japan Taxi where mm. you can like kind of reserve a taxi and tell them where you want to go and pay in advance a bit like Uber mm. a bit like Uber but the, web, the app is pretty clunky. Mm. I need some work, but uh, yeah, I mean, taxi—they're a great way to get around Japan, but they are formidably expensive and mm. pricey. Um, so bear that in mind. I only use them when I've got loads of camera gear and I rock into right, Tokyo okay. with like three bags of cameras. It's mm. a—it's not really like it's not nice getting on a Japanese train in Tokyo with bags. People are very like awful if you have a bag they're mm. not very happy because mm. most people don't have big bags in Tokyo mm. for some reason so <laughs> bear that in mind we got a story this week about Asahi beer oh. my least favourite beer in Japan I, I'm not really a fan Asahi beer tastes like carbonated water <laughs> are you a fan Pete do you like Asahi beer uh, I like aggressive fizzy lager so yeah I don't mind an Asahi uh, if, it, if there's nothing else uh, up <laughs> for grabs I'll, I'll have a crack of that yeah and what's the story of the week? <laughs> the story of the week. Uh, well, basically, uh, back in the uh, 1970s. Oh, no, no. Sahi Super Dry launched in 1987. Uh, it's been on sale for 35 years. And for most of this time, it's been, you know, the one of the most popular beers in, in, in the world, and certainly in Japan. And um, mm. for the first time... Uh, in in its history, uh, they revealed in January that it was changing the beer's recipe for the first time. You know they're going to change it. They're going to change Whoa. it to something else. I, I I actually haven't gone through can't make and it finding much out worse. precisely what it is. And they're just trying to curry your favour, Chris. They just can't. Yeah. You know. um, <laughs> they're they're now though this week uh, announced that they're going to be abolishing something called an image girl as part of its marketing, which is like basically women in swimwear advertising Asahi Super Dry which is basically these these women have, have advertised Asahi Super Dry since 1987 since the 80s uh, uh, Riho uh, Riho Takada uh, was uh, the image girl for um, 2020 um, they didn't do in person appearances for these it's basically just women who who, who who are brand ambassadors but they wear skimpy mm. clothes and they're um, sexy ladies and they basically just say I drink Asahi and I look amazing why don't you drink Asahi maybe we can talk about Asahi sort of thing and they'll do public appearances <laughs> and they're like kind of like idols a little bit um, but the Asahi yeah. this year have sort of went it's a bit old fashioned 20 years too late uh, we're not going to do this anymore and so you know Rio Takada and the, the image girls for, for, for the beer Asahi super dry they're all out of luck they're not doing them anymore they're out of there they've made oh, a comprehensive no. decision to abolish the image girl position um, but all of the b- beer brands uh, in 
employ image girls uh, Sapporo uh, Centauri Kirin uh, and and they've uh, abandoned their image girls a long time ago uh, but uh, Asahi uh, has only just decided that the, the, the final the final nail in the uh, image girl coffin comes from Asahi so there's no more um, promotional uh, ladies uh, following around the uh, Asahi marketing juggernaut that is super dry <laughs> around the country I want to know what they did to the brewing process to change it I mean yeah. Asahi is kind of like sharp clean flavour right not, I just don't I just don't find there's much going on with Asahi right I find it very unfulfilling the only reason I used to drink it is it's refreshing. the most common one on right. tap right yeah I guess it's a little bit refreshing yeah, yeah. like whenever you go to a, like an event in Japan and you order Namabiru it's, it's often the most common mm. like beer to come out yeah but I, I realise I'm destroying any hope of getting a sponsorship deal here. But I, I threw my lot in with Suntory years ago. Right, okay. Sponsorship fell through because of COVID, for mm. fuck's sake. But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would definitely take a Sapporo beer sponsorship. So if, if anyone from... I mean, Chris, we've literally been advertised Direct. by Asahi Superdry in the past. We oh, one last year. <laughs> uh, when we get that I mean, back. Asahi... Asahi, I know, but yeah, but I taste. drink it, so I, I'm saying it's delicious, and I like, and I will say that Chris <laughs> is not necessarily a beer drinker. Chris drinks uh, Moscow Mules, and he doesn't drink that much uh, beer. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm well, I, I'm beer drinker, here, and I fucking love it because it's crisp and it's refreshing. And after a hard day's doing fuck all in Japan because you're on holiday, it's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> it is all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'm going to backtrack right. now and say it's amazing. It's and all I want right. more sponsorship Back from that Asahi. Down. But uh, <laughs> it's all right. So, but yeah, to be fair, I don't really drink much beer. I'm a cider man and a and a Moscow Mule man. Yeah. As Pete said. People in like the UK don't know what Moscow Mule is. I went to a pub when I was back. Oh. I was like Moscow Mule, and he was like, "What the fuck is that?" It's like, a bit. It's a uh, bit uh, it's bougie. Vodka, it's a bit like lime. yeah. It's a bit bougie. Vodka lime ginger ale, and he was like, "Why don't you just fucking say that?" And I was like, oh, "Why was he swearing so much? Okay. Where were you?" <laughs> It was, yeah. He might not have said the F word. Right, okay. it, it, it was. Seems a bit much. He was. He was pretty abrupt though. He wasn't very happy. He wasn't a happy man. See, <laughs> he was in a pub near Canterbury. But <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, I don't know why we don't have it in the UK though. It's the mm. most refreshing goddamn drink. Yeah. Why can't we get sponsored by bloody Moscow Mule? Because <laughs> it's a cocktail, not a, not a drink. But there you go. Um, Asahi, there getting rid of the concept of a girl in a bikini mm. to market their beer. It is a sort of thing that. I think we stopped doing hmm. like 10, 15, 20 years ago <laughs> in the rest of the world. So I must admit, though, I do have a soft spot for the sort of retro posters from the 80s where they've got like a, a Baywatch style girl kind of like painted holding a beer. Like yeah. Sort of like cool. That where they take a photo and then they paint over it. Um, oh, it's kind of cool. There's yeah. a nostalgic vibe to it. But yeah, get Pete Donaldson holding a beer in his, in his swimming trunks <laughs> covered in concrete. Instead, they, uh, that's what I want to see. I think it's fair to say that um, I am uh, a lover of and a brand ambassador for one brand. I'm not going to mention it now, but um, a, a restaurateur <laughs> slash chef has been cooking with um, cooking with it. The uh, particular ice cream I enjoy. Uh, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, they, they've basically been uh, Menya Musashi. 
uh, who is uh, oh it's a ramen chain um, they have been they, before, they, they're silly bellies they've done truffle infused chocolate ramen they've done bubble tea oh. ramen and now they've uh, they're, oh. they're, they're changing up I'm going to mention the brand uh, they're, they're, they're adding coolish ice cream to their <laughs> to their ramen curry sort of nonsense it's uh, it's only available in the Shibuya branch menu Masashi Bukotsu Gaiden uh, and it's uh, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty rag looking to be honest Chris it's pretty horrible so it's just ramen with coolish ice cream in is that correct what you're yeah, saying it is indeed uh, that that can't work that <laughs> cannot work. work i know well coolish melts really fast uh, like, yeah well that's it's just, just a cream it's just cream then. isn't it it's just it's just a sweet cream that they've added to some ramen so it's not it's not offensive mm. you know it's got a... oh dear it could work it could i mean work. in Hokkaido, work. you have like butter ramen right miso butter ramen so that's mm. like that's a the ramen yeah. and then you get a big dollop of Hokkaido butter and melt it on the top mm. and it tastes amazing yeah because it's kind of that salty buttery flavour mm. and ice cream though vanilla like cheap not even good ice cream cheap tacky <laughs> vanilla ice cream out of Pete Donaldson's pocket that's not what you want in your ramen that's mm. not what you want at all it's not what you want it's <coughs> not what you want in your ramen wash it down with your asahi we'll be back <laughs> in just a moment guys with the stories comments and questions from the fax machine Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash Japan. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? Oh, greetings from Sweden. We got some greetings from Sweden. Uh, I've been told twice in Japan that I look like a Hollywood actor by a street performer and a takayaki street vendor. I regret not asking which celebrity because I don't know any balding, skinny uh, Hollywood actors. Uh, It's Jason Statham, isn't it? Uh, I would love to know if you guys ever received any (laughs) strange compliments in Japan. Best regards, unknown Hollywood lookalike from Sweden. Uh, I was once, I'm sure you've had a few, uh, Chris, but I was once in a bar in Shibuya called the Trump Rooms. I'm not sure it's still there or it even uh, huh. exists anymore, uh, but it was just basically uh, a suitably, um, a suitably cheesy, overblown uh, room slash set of rooms uh, with loads of chandeliers. So I think it was like the. Is I, I don't know whether it had any Donald room. Trump. Yeah, I, well, you know, because he's just an absolute cheese ball who loves this decadent kind of like chintzy bollocks <laughs> um, that, that actually looks quite <laughs> shit. He, uh, yeah, he's. Um, <laughs> Uh, it was just like anyway it's called the Trump Rooms and I remember there was a set of Japanese uh, lads and they were talking to our group of friends and we had uh, one lad look like who's the fella who was in uh, the um, he was the good looking bloke out of uh, he was a good looking bloke in The Hangover he was the teacher Bradley Cooper Bradley Cooper Bradley Cooper one lad had Bradley Handsome. Cooper another lad had uh, somebody uh, like I think Johnny Depp or something I got um uh, Malfoy from uh, from, from <laughs> Harry Potter because I had slick back hair. <laughs> oh my lord! I love oh, I love Malfoy in Japan. I don't know mm. why they've got an obsession. I think it's his hair color. They like the blonde hair look in Japan. I remember okay, you know, I see. when I was a you know if we ever talked about Harry Potter when I was a teacher, all the Harry students, Potter. all the kids were like, mm. "Yeah, Malfoy, Doisky," and that and that was why the hair. Right, really, I see. Like, that makes sense. You do look a bit like Malfoy. I see it. I see, and Colonel okay. Sanders, <laughs> very, very different people. I, I mean, I, from viewers, I get Elon Musk, which I don't really yeah. see. Okay, and then from Japanese folks, I get Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. So I, I would work nicely with Pete and his Malfoy, uh, and I get Tom Cruise, which I definitely Tom don't Cruise. get. That's an interesting. Maybe my one. nose. My nose looks a bit Tom Cruisey. You got like Tom Cruisey eyes and eyebrows, maybe. Like, yeah. yeah, I could probably. I could probably. Tom Cruise eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's handsome. He's done so well. He's like sixty years old, right? And he looks. Like he looks astonishingly good. Three. I will yeah. say that. I will say the difference between uh, again uh, someone who who does the um, stack short uh, Clash of the Titles is working on a film um, thing with uh, like a film. Uh, what do you call it? Reveal, release, whatever. Reveal. And he was Reveal. on. He was on. He was on the. He was on it. And the pictures from their Instagram compared to the pictures in Top Gun and the release pictures from you know his his people, Tom Cruise's people, very different. Mm. But still looks amazing, astonishingly <laughs> good for his age, but. Uh, 
uh, yeah, he's uh, he, he he doesn't look quite as good. <laughs> Photoshop power, exactly. Photoshop exactly. power yeah. and a little Photoshop bit of foundation. Mm-hmm. We got the, we got a story here from Penn from Adelaide. He says, mm. "Hi, sumptuous Chris and crispy Pete. My boyfriend Mark had a student in Japan that claimed to hear the voices of dead people mm. speaking in English. She wanted to learn English to communicate with them. She also predicted an earthquake during first class." Her fellow students were freaked out by her. I'm wondering if Chris had similar experiences with clairvoyant students. Keep up the great work, Penn from Adelaide. That is a terrifying story. The fact someone would want to learn English for that reason is is frightening. Like, you know, I've heard all sorts of motivation to learn English in Japan over the years from students. Some want to hear the words of Daniel Radcliffe and and know what he's saying in his native language. Others want to appreciate the Beatles and the the lyrics. But to speak to the dead is a reason I've never heard in 10 years, and that is both (laughs) awesome and slightly frightening. What do you think, Pete? What's going on there? (laughs) Clairvoyant. <laughs> why are you doing your, why are you doing your English lessons? Oh, you really don't want to know. This is going to sound very strange indeed. <laughs> well, could be a really and, cool and film. Also, and also, you would think that like because ghosts can be any age. They could be speaking old English. They could be speaking English from you know hundred thousand years ago. <laughs> uh, it it seems like a, it's like one of those Netflix movies. It's like a crappy Netflix film waiting to happen. Right, okay. like Bird Box, where you have to. Keep your eyes closed, otherwise you'll get eaten by some monsters, whatever it was. It's like that. <laughs> it's like the Japanese yeah. girl that could communicate with the dead, but only if she took her English classes and knew what they were saying. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to make it from that. I want to know, like, a more behind the story. Like, that's a really interesting concept slash story, but I want to know more. Like, did <laughs> Mark actually, like, witness her talk to the dead? Did she use mm. the phrases she was learning? Yeah. Like, I used to sort of tell my students all the benefits of learning English, you know, all the things you could do. The English mm. language is a, a tool waiting to be wielded. But to speak to the dead in the native tongue, that was that was one reason that I, I never had on the <laughs> list. But no, I didn't have any students that could talk to the dead. Not that I know of anyway. No. If they did, they kept it to themselves. But that's really quite cool. And no, no that's, just, that's just a very odd, <laughs> unusual situation. Um, but a cool question, an awesome story. Follow it up. Follow yeah. it up, Penn. Let us know more. I want to hear more. That's I awesome. I want to know more. I want to know more. <laughs> we got one here from Emma and Adam. Hey, Chris and Pete. My name's Emma, and I'm from Northern Ireland. Since Japanese oh. people are known for their politeness and humility, we want to be as respectful as possible. Are tourists ex- expected to bow, and are there any other ways that we can be polite? All the best, Emma and Adam. Over to you, Pete. You're a genius. You've been to Japan once or twice. How right. Are you polite? Do you have humility? What would you advise in that situation? Coming to Japan, being polite as a foreign tourist. I, I bow from the um, from the from the forehead up. <laughs> go, oh, uh, go, oh, a little oh, bow. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I think uh, sort of doing full full bow is actually quite. But then you get after after a week in in the groove, you sort of go, yeah, I'm actually quite into this, quite quite enjoying it. Quite <laughs> Do you? I find, Do I find you? it quite respect. I can find it quite respectful and exciting. Like, Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, because <laughs> it feels like it feels like you're kind of like you, you, the, the 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 time you spent in their shop is like um, you've done a little theatre show and you're doing a little <laughs> you're doing a little curtain call, kind of curtain bow. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. you look, I know you've enjoyed me, but I have to go now. Farewell. Goodbye. Drop a bell, and then I, mean, and, then I oh, shout, yeah, and then I shout, and then I shout, "Tadaima!" I've forgotten my uh, <laughs> umbrella, which I always do. 
<laughs> yeah, don't don't be the Pete Dawson of the world. Don't forget your umbrella. Don't forget things. Yeah. I I I'd say that's a good little bit of advice there. Do the nod. Don't mm. do a f- don't do the nod. Don't do the bow. The bow's a bit too much and just probably comes off as a, a bit over the top, a bit condescending, just randomly <laughs> bowing to everyone. But yeah, do the nod. I'd say just to, you know, in terms of being respectful, don't be too loud mm. and know a bit of Japanese. Your thank yous, your please, your thank you. Now a few mm. phrases, that'll go a long way. I really like right. it in Japan when foreign tourists make the effort and deploy some Japanese, um, mm. you know, and Pete's got a Swiss army knife toolkit of phrases that he uses. Chigaimas, uh, <laughs> yeah. Arigato. Uh, hentai. What, <laughs> hentai. And uh, what was the... <laughs> What did you say? Oh, chicken, chicken, chicken. Yeah, Pervert, I yeah. Pete knows that. all the phrases for his trips. <laughs> Can get through seemingly every situation with his array of phrases. I mean, what do you think is the most <laughs> useful phrase in Japan? What would you use? Uh, what's, what's the, it's sorry, what's the it's, it's, it's it's yeah, it's 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 sorry, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gomenasai, gomen, gomenasai. Sorry, everyone. See, sorry, is kind of like, I've done. That's a big. That's a big sorry. Like Sima sends the the one you should probably use. Go yeah, in a size. I always like, throw out the big. If you just big smashed sorry. the fucking. All, yeah, because I'm always doing a big sorry. I'm always doing a big big sorry. What, what, <laughs> sorry what everyone. That, what have you done that justifies the go in a side? You drop your fucking. Yeah, same reason. I'm not getting play. a visa. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rightly so. We'll never let him in. We'll never let in rightly crispy so. Pete. Or problematic Pete, or whatever his <laughs> name was earlier on. Uh, keep the stories, <laughs> questions, comments coming in, guys, to broadjapanpodcast at gmail.com. If you haven't yet seen it, check out the trailer for Journey mm. Across Japan Escape to Paradise. Finally out after many months of waiting, and uh, the series Woo-hoo! will drop in about a week or so. But for now, no matter where you are, out in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days, and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.